All right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Windows 11, the official operating system of the NFL and the exclusive sponsor of the LA Chargers. The all new Windows 11 is here to bring you closer to what you love, like the Chargers and the final drive. Learn about all the awesome new features of Windows 11 at windows.com. And welcome in to the final drive. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry. Chargers lose 34-28 in overtime on the final drive. A, a Travis Kelsey touchdown seals it for Kansas City. Um, this was a game, Haley, first place in the AFC West on the line. Um, I, I thought whoever won this game would be in the driver's seat for the division crown. Um, it would have been the first time the Chargers sweep the Chiefs since 2013. It was not meant to be. It wasn't. I mean, it was definitely a roller coaster of a game. You could start really at the beginning with the unfortunate injury that happened to Donald Parham Jr. And I know that yeah. we're all just hoping he is still okay as we sit here on this Friday morning. But um, but you saw, I think, and, and you and I have talked about this, the way that this game started for this Chargers team, it really felt like they could have gotten in a hole very early, and they didn't. They ended up overcoming all the adversity that they faced at the beginning with the parham injury, which ultimately resulted in the turnover on downs. And then they really kind of kicked it into gear. And then it became a bit of a ball game. But you just kind of felt towards the end that once Kansas City won that coin toss in overtime and, and once they elected to receive, there really wasn't any going back at that point because of how they had played and really came on strong towards the end of the game. But, you know, a lot was on the line, obviously, but the season, hey, good news, does not end today. <laughs> There's still three True. more games after this. And the really, I think another huge positive for this Chargers team as they exit week 15 is you get a little bit of a mini buy, which I know that guys talked about after the game last night in terms of just getting some players back healthy. It was very clear Derwin James was not 100% last night. He was taken out of the game. Austin Eckler was dealing with soreness as well. And Brandon Staley talked about those guys having that quote unquote warrior spirit that really no, there was going to be no denying that they were going to get into that game last night and really give it their all. And they did. But now you get a chance to actually come back, get some guys, you know, hopefully healthy as you make this stretch and this push with final, you know, three final games left in the 2021 slate. Yeah, it's such an important stretch, these next three games. And, you know, let me just echo what you said about uh, Donald Parham. It's Football felt so secondary in, oh, in that yeah. in that moment, and uh, we're all just thinking of him and, and hoping all the best. And you know, like you said, the Chargers they go down ten nothing. They were able to kind of seize momentum back before uh, halftime, and you know, you go into the half up fourteen ten. Could have been seventeen ten. Could have been twenty one ten. I think the story of this game, Haley, when when you look at it and. You kind of search why the Chargers lost this game three times inside the five, resulting in zero points. And, you know, you know, Coach Staley said, like, hey, this is how we're going to play football. We're, we're going to play football. We're going to go for it on fourth down. So if that's the case, and it was just from an execution standpoint, um, you have to execute better on fourth down if this is going to be the identity of the team. Yeah. And I thought Justin Herbert, I'm actually looking it up right now, had to, he gave a really good answer when he was asked about just not being able to convert some of those fourth downs. And he really said, I think we need to be better on third downs that we don't get into those situations. It's yeah. very clear with what Brandon Staley said last night that, look, this is the identity of this team. They're going to go for it. And when Herbert was asked, well, if 
the identity and the known factor here is that you're going to go for it. Is that a disadvantage knowing the teams are going to play you knowing the teams are going to say, Oh yeah, they're going to, we have to be out on this field for one more down. And Herbert's answer, just saying, I think we need to be better on third down so that we're not in those situations. I thought was a really good answer. Look, but there's a belief in this team and, and Staley's talked about it all season long that when they really feel like they're in those situations that, that they can get the job done, they're going to take those risks and sometimes it's going to work out. And, and unfortunately last night, sometimes it's not And hindsight's 2020. 20, and you can always look back and say, Hey, there could have been essentially nine more points that this team could have had tacked on to their final score, but it wasn't the case. It didn't happen. And you have to move on from there. But I did think, you know, as Herbert said, it's a statement of trusting everyone on the field and off the field. And there is a definite trust in this team. And that is what, you know, those decisions ultimately breed. And, and Keenan Allen has said, Hey, I'd rather have the ball. You know, I'd rather be the guys on the field versus standing on the sideline and watching our kicker make it. But it is what it is. You know, again, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Unfortunately, it didn't last night, but every game as Brandon Staley says, it's, is its own movie and is its own week. So this was this week and we'll see what happens moving forward. Yeah. And listen, the guys are on board with it. You know, Keenan said he, he wants the ball in his hands. He wants the ball in Justin's hands to make the play yeah. and go for it. So um, everybody's on the same page with it. It just wasn't meant to be yesterday. And you know, as far as the division's concerned now, I mean, gosh, you win that game, Hale, you, you sweep the Chiefs for the first time in eight years, and um, you're really sitting pretty for a, a home game in, in January. Um, right now, I mean, it's it's eight and six. There's a bunch of teams at seven and six, and, you know, we could talk about some of the games this weekend that have yeah. playoff implications. Um, but I, I just I, – I wonder if the Chargers get in the tournament, if we see this for a third time, and, and what it would look like with a healthy Derwin James. I mean, we, we talked about it offline. Travis Kelsey, 191 yards. Um, Tyreek Hill, those guys combined for 339 receiving yards. Um, when Derwin is on the field, he makes a marked difference in, in terms of covering Travis Kelsey. I just have to wonder if this matchup is played again. And I hey, listen, let's also be fair. Chris Jones was not in this game for the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Rashawn Slater was not in this game. Austin Eckler was battling through some stuff. I thought Justin Jackson uh, really stepped up and, and got the running game going. But I, I look at that one matchup that Travis Kelsey, Derwin James matchup as maybe being the, the difference in this, in this football game on, uh, on Thursday and what it would look like if both guys were healthy in January. It probably would look a lot different. I mean, Chris Harris Jr. even kind of joked. He was emphatic about it. He <laughs> was very emphatic, very, very emphatic about it after the game. But, you know, I think that's that's the NFL, right? That's life in the NFL. It's it's a next man up mentality. This team was able to to get through that last week against the Giants. And obviously the Giants are a very different team than the Chiefs and, and weapons wise, notwithstanding. But yeah, I think, you know, I think they would all love a crack at it a third time. And, and that would be interesting to see what happens, but it is very clear. Derwin James is obviously a difference maker when he is out on that field. He just, and, and being, you know, fully healthy up until this point has made such a huge difference for this chargers, you know, not only defense, but team in general, but you know, it's these guys had to step up and it was a next man up mentality and they did to a point, but you know, there was so much momentum that the chiefs had at the end of the game that it just wouldn't be surprising if, if that defense too was a little gassed and just sort of, you know, 
kind of tired at that point with, with the, the track meet that ended up happening with, with Casey, but it's always an interesting matchup when these two teams meet. I mean, I think, I think when you look, you know, putting Derwin aside, when you just look at the quarterbacks and I know it's never Mahomes versus Herbert. And I know that these guys talk about that all the time. We're not going up against one another. We're yeah. going up against the defenses, but these, it, it is fun to kind of have a rivalry, a real sort of rivalry, like back. It feels like that, that when these two teams meet, you have that vibe. You think of, you know, you and I have done so much with the guys who played on those teams in the two thousands with running for history. And you hear them talk about like just the Raiders rivalries that they oh, had yeah. back then and, and the Broncos and they just hated each other. And I'm not saying that that's the extent. I mean, I actually thought what Tyron Matthew said after the game where he tweeted, you know, the, the charge, like for, I forget the exact verbiage, yeah, but it basically they, like, they got a good thing going or something. They got a good thing going. Yeah. I just think it's really cool that, that now that that rivalry is there, the seeds have been planted and you know that really anytime these two teams meet, it's going to be an exciting game for sure. Chiefs have played two games at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. They both have gone to overtime. Yeah. It had it had shades of that 2018 game where, you know, the Chargers won at the end 29-28. Um, I, I do think that, you know, as far as the running game is concerned, Haley, I was encouraged by what I saw there um, each of the last two weeks. And, you know, seeing it, Last Sunday against the Giants was one thing, but having that carry over against the Chiefs defense, and I realized Chris Jones was not in the game again, but the Chiefs have played really, really well on yeah. defense these last six, seven weeks. Uh, 192 yards on the ground. I mean, Justin Jackson, 86 yards, 6.6 .6 a pop. Eckler, who was clearly hobbled, uh, 12 for 59, 4.9 a pop. Um, Josh Kelly had seven carries. Unfortunately, that fumble, which um, Chenna was able to kind of bail out the offense there. Um, so it it worked out, even though it was a little scary for a minute uh, if, if you were a Chargers fan. Um, and then, you know, as, as far as Keenan, he's back 678 and a yeah. touchdown. Um, and, you know, you, you just mentioned it too offline. Just Justin's stats, they weren't as big as we were. Maybe I thought they were 236 yards passing, two touchdowns. He had that interception, um, but clearly, Haley, this this game was anybody's for the taking. Um, I, 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 if you want to think like glass half full, I mean, eight and six, Houston, Denver, Vegas on deck, um, and and I don't think that this loss really shook the team up in terms of confidence. I, in fact, I would think that this makes them maybe feel a little bit better about where they are and that they can compete. And I think they know they have to take care of business against three teams that they should beat to close the 2021 season. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, you know, after all these games and, and as tough as a loss as this was, they were in the game to your point of, it really was anyone's at some point, it wasn't like the Baltimore game where they were just out of it. The Patriots game where they just eventually ended up it just became too much to overcome. Yeah. Um, they were in it. And I think when you have been in those press conferences, though, any at any of one of those losses during the season, there's never really been like a demoralizing defeat. It's always been this kind of cautious optimism of like, we got this, like, we'll we'll be okay. And I think that's what we saw last night. You know, Justin Herbert said, we're just, we're awfully close and it's tough. It's tough when you have to say like, we're not, we're just so close, not quite there, but we're close enough. But I love that he said uh, his quote of 
everyone is going to ride with us and we're going to trust each other. And we'd love to be in that opportunity. And I think that is what you see throughout this team on offense, on defense. It really is a team effort. These guys are giving it their all to turn around, you know, what they didn't accomplish last season and to be eight and six heading into week 16 with a playoff birth, essentially still in play. I mean, that's huge for this team for sure. And a first year operation and a first year operation where everything is new and a second year quarterback who obviously is not playing like he's in his second year. He's playing like a very seasoned veteran at this point, but he's very capable. He's capable of very special things, but it is, you know, there is optimism to be had and you have three games. You have three very essentially winnable games, a really good kind of get back game in week 16 against the Houston Texans. And look, we know this is the NFL. Anything can happen every, you know, any given week, but they are two and 11. I think they played the two and 11 Jags this week who are going through their own things yes. right now. Yes. Um, but a good opportunity to get to nine and six in week 16. And again, a really good opportunity right now to kind of take a beat, take a weekend, get healthy and come back next week, ready to roll. It's the biggest thing getting guys back and, and, and keeping them healthy and getting them ready for this stretch run where, you know, it, it's going to be so important to, really win all three of these games to get into the, to the, the tournament. Um, yeah. There's, there's some games with playoff implications this weekend. I mean, the, yeah. the Browns and Raiders game, my gosh, I mean, the Browns have been ravaged by, by COVID and they're going to be extremely shorthanded. Um, they're in the mix. They're seven and six. The Chargers have the tiebreaker over them. The, the Raiders are really hanging on here by a thread. They're six and seven. That game's interesting. The Patriots and the Colts, I mean, Patriots right now are number one seed in the AFC. The Colts have kind of clawed their way back into the picture. And then uh, I think the big one is is Bengals-Broncos yeah. on, on Sunday, too. I mean, these teams are kind of nipping at the heels of the Chargers, and one of them is going to fall back, and one is going to uh, be 8-6 and six alongside the Chargers after Sunday. So um, those three games, Haley, I think are, are the ones to watch as far as the AFC is concerned. And, I mean, I really truly think that this is going to come down to week 18 yeah. in terms of seeding and figuring out what this puzzle is going to look like for the playoffs. It is because there is still so much parity in the AFC. I mean, when you look at all the teams that are even still in the hunt, and I, I think you'd put the Raiders in that category, even with being one game below 500, there is still so much to be worked out. And even though three games is only three games, we do say there's so much football left because really anything can happen. And some of these matchups that are happening over these last three weeks are really, really intriguing as well. That Bengals Broncos game is really big. big. That is a, that is a really, really big game right there. But, um, but you know, Hey, this team gets to sit back and watch this weekend. That's kind of the good thing. I'm, you know what? First cup of coffee. I'm not, I, I, you know, I, I don't have the, the calculations in my head. Who do we want to win that game? If, you, if you're a Chargers fan, who do you want to win that game? Because you beat, you beat the Bengals, you lost to the Broncos, you play the Broncos again in week 17. Does it matter? Is it just like, all right, like Chargers have to take care of their own business? I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think, what's the, what's the rooting interest there? I don't know. I mean, I think because you already have the win over the Bengals like that, if they end up with the same record as you there, I have not had coffee. So, or tea or any <laughs> caffeinated substance. So I am talking. Totally I think you're right. Here. I think you're right. Because if, the, if, if, uh, Bengals beat the Broncos, the Broncos fall back in the division, you would have the tiebreaker over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. If it came down to that. 
And if the Broncos that it took me a half a half a cup of coffee to figure it out. Well, I'm very proud of myself with my lack thereof any caffeine at this point this morning. But yeah, because if the Broncos win, they're eight and six, but they hold the tiebreaker over you because they have the win over at the Chargers at this point. So I think that's what we want. But ultimately, it is just control your own business at this point. That's it. You just got to take care of yourself. You've given yourself a chance, which is what you want. And the last thing that I think anyone wants is for it to be week 18 when you're having a scoreboard watch and you need help, as they say. Um, so just Kate, take, take care of your own business. Get to Houston next week. Yeah. Take care of it there. Get to Denver. Get to Vegas. See what happens. Forget what we said about scoreboard. Just enjoy the games this weekend. And enjoy the games. Hope, hope the Chargers take care of business starting next Sunday against the Texans. And we'll be back for that with, with another edition of the final drive after the Chargers take on Houston on December 26th. That'll do it for us. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry. Happy holidays to everybody. We'll see you next time.